Hey guys, we are still enjoying the vacation and having a great summer, but we wanted to bring you this rewind today. Don't forget, we will be back on August 4th with some new content. See you then. The podcast you are about to listen to is explicit and may not be suitable for children. Some content may be triggering and graphic. These stories are real. And as we all know, real can sometimes be hard to look at. However, it is necessary for healing and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I am Lori. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit. And today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed, Lori, and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Lori, Ed, and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. During the third portion of the show, we're going to do a segment called Off the Rails. This is the funnier side of the podcast where we talk about Lori's trippy dreams, top 10 lists, and all the weird and wild things we come up with along the way. So, how's everybody doing? It's been another week. It's kind of craziness out there. I know I've gotten... A little too saturated lately in the politics and crap that's going on. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot of stuff lately that it's like, it's frustrating me and the whole thing is frustrating me. Not, you know, one side or the other. The whole thing is frustrating me. Yeah, Yeah. just over inundated with it. Well, that's not the frustration. The frustration is the information that I'm being over inundated with. Yes. You know what I mean? It's the the lack of willingness to do anything for us as the people. Right. And instead to, you know, support... People that are already billionaires. Right. Right. So, I don't know. It just, it's it's really kind of dragged me down this week. And I think it's been hard to get away from it. It's yeah. almost like an addiction. You know what I mean? It's yep. almost like, and it's just so in your face everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went into a store the other day without a mask because we had four masks in the car and five people were there. Yeah. Um, and I was like. I felt so bad. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) It's that guilt piece. Right. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. It's just, it's been, it's been weird. I've been trying to stay conscious of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Trying to stay conscious of my lack of role in the situation Mm -hmm. and lack of ability to control it, to control it. Right. Um, And that's kind of where, that's kind of where I've been with that is just doing a lot of like personal checking in, you know. Is this really something that you can change? Is this really something that, you know, is worth your energy right now? Yeah. Right. You know, and it's not. But at the same time, every time it comes up, it's right there. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a part of me that's holding on to something in that. Yeah. Um, that's definitely some ego work that I've been trying to do is figure out what that is. You yeah. You know, what that part is that won't let it go. I have taken, I had taken for a while a, a, a break from like 
media and social media and so on and so forth. Like my, my phone goes off in the morning, you know, my, my alarm goes off in the morning and uh, they give me like the top 10 news stories and I'm like, I'm done listening to this shit. This is not okay, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but like you, Jason, I, I can be very passionate about this stuff. Yeah. So the other day I happened to decide to scroll through my Facebook and I was looking for a fight. <laughs> and I, I wasn't sure that any one person could handle this much fight that I had in me. Yeah. So, like, so I funny. shot back shit for every single post that pissed me off or caught me off guard. I'm like, holy. So I, sh- I shoot <laughs> so one. you went to social media looking for a fight. I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't start out that way. I was like, okay, I'm just going to, you know. I didn't start bullshit. No, no. <laughs> well, no, because I, I check in to see, like, who has said something, you know, if I, if I post yeah. something that I've shared or whatnot. And then I just, you know, whatever. And when we're in that space, conscious or subconscious, <sighs> yeah, well, we that's start true. out fair that enough. way. <laughs> yeah, no, that, fair enough. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I guess I was at least subconsciously yeah. looking for a fight. And, uh, and I shot something back to a friend of mine that I worked with, you know, at the ski resort. And I, you know, I was like, blah, 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 blah. And he, like, sent me a message immediately because he does this specifically to piss people off. Yeah. Which bothers me about him, but... Overall, he's a great guy, and I really like hanging out with him, so it's a thing, you know. So he's like, whoa, Ed, breathe, breathe. This is why I posted it. You know, this is why I do things. I was like, I am so sorry. I did not, I, I didn't even look to see who posted it. I didn't fucking care who posted it. So we talked for like two hours. Like, he called me, and we talked for two hours just to say, hey, and, and how are you, and so on and so forth. So it was an inadvertent check-in. It ended well, yeah. It did. And and you know what? Not a single person responded to one of my goddamn things. Like, those fuckers, they don't even care about right? what's going on. They were like, we don't want that energy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, no, I think that they just knew that they were going to lose, and that's, that's oh, the... Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, winning and losing. Right. Uh... <laughs> uh yeah, as far as the energy of all this stuff, that's that's the stuff that's been sort of burning me out. Yeah. From the very beginning of this, I have really focused on focusing on my logical thought patterns, catching myself and being very aware, really trying to feel my way through it so that I can navigate what rings true, what doesn't, because I know we're being force-fed shit. Yeah which is some of it's true, some of it's not, some of it's other people's opinions being represented as truth. And, you know, there's just all this crap that you have to sort through. So that personally, for me, from the very start, has been where I've been at, just trying to rein myself in, think about things logically, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, what feels true, what doesn't feel true, and just try to maneuver in the best way that I can. Right. That's best for my family. And not put all my energy out there. And, you know, up until a little while ago, I was doing pretty good with that. But it it is. It's just starting to, like, it's too much. It's just too much. And even when... And I'm we don't watch a lot of TV. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we do that keeps us away from being over-inundated right. with shit. But even doing that, like, everywhere I go, someone wants to talk about it. Oh my like, god. Like so I go in you <laughs> All know, the time. Yeah. Yes. So like I go into the store and it's okay if you guys want to talk about it, but don't see me. Just don't see me. Don't come talk to me about it. Right. 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 But somehow people look at me like I'm on one side of the camp or the other. And really, I'm just trying to figure out which side of the fucking camp is right for myself, you know? Right. 
and trying to make sense of things. So I don't want, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed that energy with you or with you because I'm just trying to figure it out for me. And it's like everywhere I go, uh, people are being really mean to each other. And we all know that I have a hard time with that because, <laughs> you know, it's like, what the meanness for? Like, there's enough things that we can really be mean to each other about legitimately. Right. And validly sometimes without just seeking reasons to, oh, now we, now this is another group of people that we can now hate. So good. Now there's all these different groups of people that can keep us all divided because none of us think alike. My fucking God, I'm so over it. Right. And yep. I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling it. There was, so like you said, people want to talk to you, right? Yeah. So like, this is how bad this gets. I have been doing a lot of escapism lately. I play a video game. I play on a server, right? These are people that I've known for five or six years because, you know, on and off I get to talk to these people, right? The other day I get on and we're in the middle of these conversations. Now these people play, these people are from all over the world. This so is like, a game? This is a game, right? So and so, trying to escape. So in chat, like I'm in there trying to do my thing and in chat all of this shit is going on. I'm like, yep, nope, I'm out. Guys, bye, peace. You <laughs> this know? is not an escape room right, right now. Nope, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. So like that is like, you know. That's saying something when the gamers right. are not it's focused everywhere. on the game. It really it's is everywhere. everywhere. And it's 71 I, days. I Seventy-one think, days until the election. I think right. it's. I and think it's designed to be everywhere and up in your face and keep you. It's distractions. Right. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, like, I am being inundated with conspiracy theory now. I want to quantify conspiracy theory because here's my thought on conspiracy theory. I don't know which conspiracy theory to even think about or believe. Because in my mind, it's all conspiracy theory. The left is blaming the right. Right. What is even Absolutely. the left and the right? You know. I had a conversation. Neither one of them are ours. Exactly. Right. You know? It's designed to keep the division. And that's the, that's really what it is. Yeah. I offered a perspective on somebody, like, really nicely. Not, I wasn't looking for a fight this time. And they posted a thoughtful post. And so I offered a perspective, and I even prefaced it that way. And he called me this fucking stupid liberal, you know, liptard this, whatever, <sighs> that, so and so forth. And so I just answered back... <sighs> What we re- need right now is to really come together and try oh, wow. to find the middle ground. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really have seen the error of my ways since you insulted me. And that really makes me want to even look at your point so of view right now. Oh, in the so passive aggressive mode. But, you know, I mean, like, I absolutely try to get that through to people's heads. Like, if you come at me like a freight train, calling me names, I've got a pretty open mind. I'm right. more open minded than a lot of people. Like, you can tell me that. You had a giant purple people eater out there with three eyes, and I'm not going to automatically call you a liar. I'm going to listen to what you've got to say, right? and I'm going to feel it out and see if it sounds possible. And even if it doesn't, then you could have seen it. And it depends on what drugs you're on. I mean, yeah, seriously, I, like, you know? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I try to be really open-minded. So if you want to talk to me about something in a way that is respectful yeah. with me... I am so open-minded. I'm so open to that. And even if we don't agree still, right. I'm not going to dislike you, and I'm not going to call you names. But if you come at me calling me names, I'm not going to listen to a fucking thing you've got to say. That You're not going to change my mind that way. You're not going to open my perspective that right. way. You mean you haven't seen the error of your ways? No. I, mean, <laughs> I, I you usually know. end up thinking, what a fucking asshole. Right? <laughs> they're, they're, okay, so... 
Into social media, right? Right. Yeah. Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, that is a rabbit hole. We've been doing really well not to, but this is the time. So, um, there's (laughs) so much stuff out there that, for me, drives me crazy. Because there's so much ignorance out there about the um, impoverished people, about immigrants, about, like, all that stuff. About everything, yeah. Like, most people don't realize that refugees cannot work. They cannot contribute to our society yep. for two years. Yeah. Right. When they get here. Right. But they expect you know, to all there's all these posts about how, you know, oh they just come here and they yep. say Well, it's that's because we told them they can't. Right. Right. Right? Right. That's not because they don't wanna. Right. Because those people leave all of their belongings behind. Yeah. When they get a job. Yeah. Because they didn't earn them. It's a cultural thing so that people don't understand. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. they have no value. Yeah. So occasionally, when there's somebody that I really genuinely think is a good person, yeah. right? Because there's a <laughs> shitload of this I just scroll by. Yeah. I'll say, you know, do you really want to know the answer to that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll post something, well, why does this happen when this happens? Or yeah. why, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why is, why is methadone free? Oh, that and drives insulin, me crazy. A hundred bucks. Drives me crazy. Well, methadone isn't free. Nope. Even if you're on Medicaid or Medicare, you're still paying for that methadone. Right. Yep. It's not free. You're not getting rides to the clinic for free either. Right. right. You have to pay for those. It's not like right. if you get a free ride to your doctor and then a free appointment. Right. It's something totally different. But there's this concept out there, and it's it's just totally inaccurate. So... I have this this one person that I have really, really tried to... Because this person has a good heart. I mean, they have... They, they care. They love people. And... You've tried to give them the information. It's just craziness. Yeah. You know, like, no matter what you say, there is always something else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And change right? tactics, change... Totally. The, totally oh, change yeah. the discussion. Yeah. Like, I had, I had written this thing to her about, um, you know, the face mask thing. She right. was whatever. And, you know, I tried to explain my point of view. You know, I put a bunch of factual information in there. And, you know, all of a sudden it was, oh, well, you know, you can live in a happy, sunshiny world. And, you know, you can believe that everybody is, is whatever. Absolutely. And I was like, I, well, what? if you know me at all, I don't believe that everybody is anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Let's just start there. And right. su- sunshiny what? Like, yeah, you're yeah. the least fluffy person I know. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that's like, that's been my experience. So I've done this a couple of times with two different people, literally a couple, two. Yeah. <laughs> and... It's ended the same way both times, so yeah. now I don't even try. Information yeah. bias and, you know, that, I well, don't try either because usually, unless I'm looking for a fight and I want to fight somebody and, like, there are times when that's a thing yeah. for me. I want yeah. that. And that is not me. That's, that's never No, no, I, I know. That's never where I want to go with it either because no. if what I say can't make some sort of a positive impact, then I can just keep my bullshit at home is how I feel about it. Right, but, well, if, if you can't hear yeah, what I say. Like, well, that's yeah. it. What's the you point know? of a conversation yeah. when only one person's well, talking? It's not a yeah. conversation, right? Yeah, and that's one of the things that I've tried to say. To, you know, like like you, I will try to have. And and the gentleman that I, <laughs> the gentleman that I accidentally lambasted and and you know he called me, 
that's the thing. He has a good heart. You know, like, he really does. When we talk, he yeah. has a good heart, and yeah. he really genuinely loves people. And a lot of times, we will have these wonderful conversations, and I'll be like, oh, my God, I've never thought of it that way. And I will see his point. And a lot of times, the other way will also be true, you know. And yeah. he'll he'll call me and ask me things. You know, so, like, I love people like that, like, where we can actually have, like, really good conversation where people, both of us yeah. can grow in perspective. But we need to find, like, right now, this polarization is what's killing us yeah. as a country, as a world. And that's what I'm focusing you know? on. So I, I've been personally like just trying to see, because I believe that my energy and my actions and the way that I see things will come back to me and be that way, right? That's, right. My, that's my perspective. That's, how, that's, that's the point from which I try to create my best world. So that's what I keep trying to see, that this division will stop sooner than later, that people will begin to step into logic, start really feeling, because we can feel the truth way faster than we can think about it and grab onto it, you know, right. if we just really step into that. And that this is going to start to merge people together. But I also keep reminding myself that through great change, yeah. and this is great change, through great change is always controversy. Yeah. There's going to be resistance to what's being broken away from, the resistance is going to create the push. That's going to create the chaos. Right. And then that's going to break down gradually as something new flows in. And I just keep reminding myself that right. historically, this is how it's done. I told somebody. And that I chose to come here and be here in this time. Right. To bear witness to it. So I told somebody the other day, this is like the Saturn return for the world. For the world, right. yes. Because, you know, yes. if we've learned the lessons, then, the, then your 30 goes well. If you have not learned the lessons, your 30s are like fucking chaos. Right. Yeah, and the 40s get even worse if you don't pull it off during the 30s. So. Right. So, um, we're going to talk about the Eightfold Path. Which is And great. a lot of what we've already talked about yeah. kind of folds right into yeah. that. Yeah. So, so this will be good. Yeah, it's a great topic. So one of the topics that I um, utilize in my daily life that I really wanted to go over on the show is the uh, the Eightfold Path. The Eightfold Path is kind of like the Buddhist um, Ten Commandments, except with the Ten Commandments, if you follow them, you get to go to heaven. If you don't, you go to hell. The Eight Rites, if you follow them, you get enlightenment. And if you don't, you are not enlightened. Right. Right. So that's kind of a, an example. The, the eight rights are ways of being versus actions, like the Ten Commandments, right? Right. You either kill or you don't kill, versus you live as a non-killer. Right. Right. That's, that's kind of a difference. But other than that, what we're going to do is uh, Ed or Lori um, are going to kind of bring in the traditional version of these and then we're going to break down uh what that really looks like in the day-to-day going to get the kids out of you know daycare five minutes late kind of situation right all right and we're you know we're going to do this in in seconds in three yeah so we're going to yes. we're going to break this down because this is a lot of information to do in, in one show so this will probably be at least the next three episodes yes so yeah yeah it's quite a bit of information and we're gonna really spend some time on each one 
So uh, we're going to start out with right understanding or right vision. Uh, it is good to note at this point that, you know, we're translating this from another language. So English does not always do the best in, uh, in, in translating at this point. Um, but right understanding is the understanding that things are as they are. And it is the four noble truths that explain things as they really are. Right understanding, therefore, is ultimately reduced to the understanding of the four noble truths. This understanding is the highest wisdom, which sees the ultimate reality. According to Buddhism, and this is all traditional, there are two sorts of understanding. What we generally call understanding is knowledge, and accumulated memory, and intellectual, you know, what we can grasp intellectually. And uh, it's not necessarily very deep. It's like a knowing accordingly, like the way things that are um, presented to us. Real deep understanding is seeing a, a thing as its true nature without the names, the labels that we put on it. So just to go over quickly the Four Noble Truths that we mentioned earlier, they are that life contains suffering, or life is suffering, and uh, whether it is being in contact with things that displease us or taken away from things that please us, growing old, being born, are all parts of suffering. Uh, the second piece is that all things are impermanent. So whatever it is, whether it is a situation or a thing, nothing stays the same and continues to change. The third noble truth is that suffering arises from the craving of that impermanent uh, situation or thing uh, and that this creates a cycle and that cycle in the fourth noble truth is broken or lessened by the following of the eightfold path and these are the fourth noble truths so with right view what does that look like what what are the things you're asking yourself it's it's do you know your biases right right you have to be aware of your bias in order to have right view yeah you have to be aware of whether you're thinking in right or wrong context, you know. I'm telling my wife that she's spending too much time on her phone, mm -hmm. right? That's my judgment that I'm trying to place on her. Right. right. If in right view, I instead say, well, I feel like you're spending a lot of time on your phone. Could we spend more time together? Right. Where we're not on our devices. It's understanding where you are in the process and, and, and what you... Correct. Why you're saying what you're saying or why you're seeing things the way that you're seeing And things. trying to live in a way where you're not causing harm. Right. So by accusing somebody of being on their phone too much, you're putting something on them to then carry. Right. Yeah. That could be harmful. So if you're living through the right view... You want to be consciously aware of everything that you're doing to not create harm in, right. in the best way that you can. Basically, are we viewing things through our lens or as they really are? Mm -hmm. Correct. Like when you say conscious, and Loris is consciously viewing, I think what that means is seeing without the judgments. Right. Yeah, exactly. And in order to see without the judgment, you need to understand the judgment, right? right. You, need to be, uh, you need to know where that's coming from. So that you can be preemptively aware, right? Like, if I go into this situation, I'm going to be anxious and I'm going to feel awkward, mm -hmm. right? So when I go into that situation, I'm needing to constantly check in with myself. Am I actually feeling that way or how am I feeling? Yes. Right. Am I comfortable where I'm sitting right now or am I feeling anxious and awkward? Right. And is that the truth? Right. You know, what is around me? Do I, is there somebody that's like staring at me weird? Mm -hmm. You know, like, 
do I have a reason to feel that way? Right. right. You know what I mean? And that that's that process that you go through. Part of right view is also to understand the other person's perspective. So in right view, when you walk into a situation, you're wanting knowledge from right. the person. You're yes. not wanting to give them knowledge. And then through that practice of right view, you're going to use those shared values to build whatever you want, right? Because let's let's get political, right? Like... I like Trump, you don't like Trump, blah, blah, blah. We both feel poor, right? Let's work from there. Right, it's that compassionate space, that space where we understand each other. Instead of the void. Exactly. It's it's that place of bringing together. Yeah. 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 And one of the things that Buddhism talks about is the habit energy, and, and we get caught up in that. You know, we cease to really look at what we're doing and why we are acting the way that we are. And, and really taking accountability for it. Well, and we, we walk through life unconscious. Right. You know, we learned it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And now what our reaction to that, you know, your wife is spending too much time on your phone. That's yeah. not the problem. The problem is she's not spending enough time with you in your estimation. You, and then further down, you want right. more time. What Absolutely. Do you, you want more time. Correct. Right. You know. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so the things with right view, the questions you want to be saying are, do I need to be right? Right? That's that's a good way to start. Absolutely. If you want to be able to start to identify right view. Yeah. So the first question, going into a situation where you feel like it might be uncomfortable or you feel like there's baggage, those are all those things you want to be aware of. So the first question, do I need to be right? Does We'll go with the cell phone. Does her using her cell phone less need to be the only answer? Right. Right? So that's, do I need to be right? What baggage am I walking in with? Right. You know, I've got loads of baggage yeah. around abandonment yes. and around, you know, not being whatever, like enough, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I need to be aware of that baggage, right? And I need to be conscious of that baggage so that I can choose to not carry it with me. Right. Right. So what's the baggage you're walking in with? And then back to that first thing. Know your bias. Yeah. Know Mm -hmm. that you want this out of the situation. Yeah. And be aware of the fact that you're there to understand the situation collaboratively with a person, not to provide information or to ask for change. Right. 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 I mean, we talk about this uh, in, in other aspects with, with other things about, you know, life is a co-creation. When you're in a relationship of any sort, whether it's a friendship or whether it's a, a, a romantic relationship or a, a relationship with your children and whatnot, it's a co-creation. Right. So all too often we sit there and we go, OK, well, this is this is the way it needs to be. And it's not it. You know, finding out where the other person is. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to me because... And accepting that... Right. As a starting with spot. Love. To talk. Like, yeah. yeah. If you approach it with love, yeah. it becomes a starting point of, of a conversation, yeah. of, of, a, of a growth. Yeah. And it's always so funny to me, the dichotomy between, you know, mindfulness of self, but we're also trying to be mindful of the other person. And there's this very interesting... Well, that's the compassion. That's the compassion. But it's this very interesting dichotomy well, in some it's, ways. It's, <clears throat> it's only an interesting dichotomy... If your intention is not for them to provide you the knowledge. Okay, explain that. So, if if your intention 
is to learn from something. Mm -hmm. Your awareness of yourself is not in your intention. Your awareness of yourself is in your openness to hear their intention. Ah, see, that's nice. Right. That's that's yeah, where right. that disconnect comes and from. And that's where yeah. the there's that ego piece in there. Yeah. the ego is like wanting to give. And right. the essence is needing to take. Yeah. Right. Right. So that those two souls can come together and learn from each other versus educate each other. Right. 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 So it's it's that it's the purity in that relationship. It's the purity in walking into the situation. And it's not even necessarily a relationship. You know, like it can be anything. Say yeah. I get in my car and it doesn't start. Mm-hmm. What is right view right now? The right, right view yeah. is, I know I have a bad battery, and I've made the choice not to change it. It's right. accountability. Um, but it's not, I'm such a fucking idiot. Right. You know, why didn't right. I change it? What the, you know, there isn't that. It's, this is the situation I've created. Now I need to be able to move forward from that situation. And that's where right view really supports people, right? Yeah. Is because you and can sit around the- there for a half an hour bitching and whining about what you didn't do and how you didn't do it. Or you know, hating the car. Right. Or, or bitching out the car or yeah. trying to get it to work when you know it's not going to work. Right. Because it hasn't worked all these other times. Like, right. you know what I mean? It, it saves you all of that getting over yourself. So that you can then actually address the situation. I chose yeah. to not have the battery changed out. Right. Well, I made that choice for really good reasons. Mm-hmm. I needed bread and milk that week. Yep. Right. And I couldn't afford the battery. So find the truth in it versus just, I'm an idiot, I should have prioritized it. Yeah. Right? You look at what it for you look at it for what it really is without those bias, without yeah. those judgments, and without needing to be right or wrong, right? Because in that situation, you would be needing to be wrong, right? To beat on yourself, right? Yeah. So it's it's the need to be either or, right? Right? Right or wrong, and that's where the judgment comes from. Correct. That's where the that's Correct. what and right view is seeing without judgment. Yeah. Right. Now, this is not something somebody does every day. This is not something somebody does. It takes you know, work full time. Yeah, it takes like when your awareness comes to it. There's a point for that. So then you think about it. Mm-hmm. You try to incorporate it. But that awareness piece is there for a reason, and that's the tool. But from that awareness forward is where you have to use the right view. Because that first turning of the key is where you get to make the decision when the car doesn't start, right? Getting to the car, turning the key, everything before that is irrelevant. When you get to that turn, then you have to make that choice. Yeah. Do I see this as right view or do I get into all of this? Right. And do I get into all of this, but I can still pull it back to right view when I realize, hey... I'm acting a little weird right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or this doesn't feel comfortable right now. That's so what do one. we need to do? Yeah. We need to look at it differently. We need to start, instead of looking at, I need to be at work in 20 minutes, we need to look at, what am I doing to myself right now? What's really going on? What's the truth? 
Right. Because you deserve that. And work will deal. Will mm-hmm. cope. You know, the, the people that you're supposed to be meeting will cope. It will work out. But if you get there with all of this baggage attached to you because you didn't do that work, mm-hmm. you're probably just going to be a shit show anyway. Right. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to be able to offer them because you're going to be way back there in the driveway still. Yeah. Yeah. Your body's present, but you're not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and in relationships, and we have so many of them, this right way of thinking, the right view, can spare you a lot of unnecessary drama. Yeah. Because often it's that right or wrong, and nobody wants to be wrong. Correct. So if you approach the relationship the situation that you're in without thinking I have to be right and they're automatically wrong and without thinking I'm wrong (laughs) or less than and you go in and you try to find the reason why you feel or have reacted in such a way then it takes the burden off from the situation and makes it more real which is what we're looking for so that we can approach things more logically well it's acting through the situation versus reacting to the situation absolutely Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's actually even further along, right? Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's that's the action. And right now we're just being available to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So does that make sense? Everybody yeah. feel comfortable in that one? So you wanna bring in the next one? Yeah, so the next one is uh right thought. Um right, right thought is uh thinking thoughts of selflessness and uh detachment. Um, thoughts of love, thoughts of nonviolence. Basically, it's it's being in that space of compassion. Um, one of the things that they talk about in traditional Buddhism is your diet, and not like your physical diet of what you eat, but what you ingest, yes. uh, and supporting right thoughts that way. So you don't necessarily listen to music that talks about violence. You don't necessarily watch TV shows and read books that talk about violence mm-hmm. so that you can bring yourself more into a right thought pattern. Right intention. Right. So that works really well when you're sitting on top of a mountain somewhere. Oh, absolutely. As a guru, I mean, I think (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Um, But but what does that look like in the day to day practice? You mean in the days of inundation? Well, that's a thing. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's it's there's commercials have things that you're not supposed to ingest according to that. Right. Absolutely. You can't get around most of it. Yeah, so, in modern age, it's there, no right. matter what. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that is our culture now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this is hundreds of years old. Right. One of the people that really did something foundational and didn't realize it at the time, um, D.W. Winnicott was this guy who came up with the theme of good enough parenting. Uh-huh. So good enough parenting, that model was... You know, my baby's crying right now for the fourth hour. I want to shake it and throw it out the window. But I love it and mm-hmm. want to care for it and want to nurture it. Right? So what does that sound like? Both and thinking. Yes, right. both right? and. So it's kind of the, the parent of that. Yeah. Both and thinking. And that's what a lot of this is. is it's a lot of that am I going to judge myself or am I going to see myself as a dynamic person? Right. Right. So when you're doing that work, it's the, 
I just flipped somebody off because they drove by me too fast versus the I'm somebody with the bumper sticker that says, you know, peace and love to everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. two very, very different people. Mm-hmm. I'm both. <laughs> Absolutely. We all are. Yeah. They can both be in the same person. Yeah. You can be more than one thing. Yes. So a lot of what this is, is it's seeing in that view. It's seeing in the view that, yes, this person is screaming in my face right now because I don't have a mask on. Mm -hmm. But this person also is probably very scared. You Mm -hmm. know, this person also is probably... You know, maybe they're they're a mother going home to a kid that's immunocompromised. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, all of that other... This person is also a very loving, nurturing person. Right. Who's having a moment where they are not being a loving, nurturing person. Well, and that's, that's one thing that I've been consistently doing with myself. If I'm having an interaction, and I call the world anything past my driveway right now. Right. <laughs> because if I'm not in my sanctuary, which is... The minute I pull into my driveway, and my yard, and my home, then I'm out in the damn world. If I'm having an interaction that I don't necessarily consider the most positive, <laughs> right. one that's pissing me off or triggering me, I still look at that person as though they're me. Right. And it's like crazy, because they are me. We really are mirroring. So if this person's triggering me, and my triggers are that I want to do these things out of fear, then I've just triggered them out of fear. So we're both working with the same energy. And it's not a tit for tat. It's not, oh, but her her scared is more than my scared, or my scared is more valid than her scared. Because scared is the the same. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it is. It's the same. So I try to look at it that way. And then I think, well, I'm not always an asshole. Sometimes I'm an asshole. Real big one. Um, and sometimes I'm one of the most loving people around. So right now I think she's being an asshole, but I'm sure there are times that she's the most loving person around. It enables me to get through it quicker. Right. Correct. That way I'm not carrying this baggage in my ego for days, bitching about the same woman. And sometimes it might take me days, depending on how... Four months. How bad she treated me (laughs) or how bad I think she... How I perceive it. But I'm still doing that work, reasoning with my ego, right, right? So that I can move through that and let it go. So the way that I have come to understand right thought, and you know, I am not an expert because none of us are like no holier than thou Buddhist or or, or whatnot. But um, that'd be boring. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> some days I wish I could just say I am there, um, but. You, the the right thought piece, you know, we're talking a lot about this, and, and it really correlates with the right view, you know, yeah. viewing that that piece of, of non-judgment and, and letting it go. Um, I read something about what the Buddhists call the second arrow, I guess is what it's called. Um, so the first thought is the angry thought, or the, the self-hatred, you yeah. know, like, like, I'm smoking, I don't want to smoke, or that fucker just, you know, blew by me. That's the first thought. And that can be fleeting and be let go, which is a very good Zen Buddhist practice, mm. which is part of right thought. You know, we're not giving that any power. Right. But the second arrow is that judgment piece of, 
oh God, I'm such an asshole, you know, or, oh God, I'm just, I'm smoking my life away. I'm going to kill myself or, you know, whatever it is, or that hatred, that's that second arrow that keeps that thought being there. So it's not nurturing the good thoughts, which is what, which is really the understanding that I have is, you know, in our day and age, we're going to have those thoughts. We're human. You know, it's part of our being. That's part of the right view. So the right thought is trying to let go of those pieces yeah. That that are not nice, and really trying to cultivate that love thought. So, like when I uh, when a person like drives by me, and I don't think fucker, you know, I was going the speed limit. I'm going twenty over. Is that not fucking fast enough for you? Right. But instead, going oh, they must be in a hurry. Godspeed, please drive safe. And that really is the first thought that comes into my mind, and mm-hmm. it's really heartfelt. Go, give yourself that space, yeah, and and really cultivate that, and and wow wow, I'm in a very loving mood today. This is awesome, you know? So, mm. so well, one, of the, one of the shifts about what you were just talking about, part of that you said let go mm-hmm. or put to the side, right? With, with what we're talking about here, right thought, you're not doing anything with it. Right, well, that's what I mean by let you're go. You're acknowledging just, it yeah. to the same degree as this other part. Right, it happened. And then you bring them into the one. Right? Ah, uh, okay. So that one, it's okay that I am both this person and this person. And that's the true integration. Correct. So that's, Correct. that's cool. Awesome. Not the, not the, uh, there, there's no place in that for I hope to be the person that says this instead. Right. Well, that's a judgment too. Yeah. You know, that's really what it is. I mean, when it comes it's down exactly. to it, a lot of this is just. Letting go. Letting Letting go go of judgment. judgment. Understanding that we're going to judge ourselves, but letting it be what it is and not giving it any more power than it actually, you know, acknowledging it. Yes. Not, you know. Right. But not having it mean anything. Not having it rule our lives. Right. I think that's, that's really what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's allowing yourself to be in this experience. Yeah. And this experience has... All sorts of facets to it, mm-hmm. you know, and they connect in different ways. It's like a spider web, you know, and, and your job is not to figure out the the connections in the spider web as much as it is to know that there is a spider web and that that is what it is. Right. You know, that 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 is who you are. You're not somebody who thinks good things all the time or you know what whatever it is you're taking that away and just accepting who you are yeah giving yourself space to be yes yeah yes yes yeah exactly that's what you're doing you're giving yourself space yes to be so the danger and uh uh, we talked about the shame that binds you back in that book one of the things that he uses uh, as a conversation piece is we are all too often human doings. And the danger with this list is really becoming a human doing. Yeah. You know, doing these things, you know, yeah. as opposed to be a human being. There's yeah. A, yeah. yeah, there's a danger to any thought process that you then become holier than thou. Right. And you that totally takes away all that this is, yeah, this is his intentions of yeah. what, yeah. you know, you don't want to be holier than thou and think, well, I'm, you know... I have the ability to see this person right now as that and, so that makes me better than this person who is incapable and can only see that. That's bullshit. We don't want to get there. Um, We also don't want to be like, 
oh my gosh, I was so bad today because yep, right. I flipped that person off because that's the same type of bullshit just on the other end of the pendulum, you know? Yep. So um, it really is about holding space for ourselves to just be yep. and accepting. grounded at all this weekend. I think I'm just so excited about this new furniture and this new shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, just I'm around. way up here. <laughs> and like, I, I'll sit and I'll ground and I feel it. Do you want it. some sadness to bring you down? I, I got plenty to spare right now. I yeah. actually have a shitload of that too. But like, yeah, I'm way up in the clouds somewhere and literally when I ground, I feel it. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I but bet. it's not staying. Like I'm not maintaining it because yeah. I'm just so excited about everything. Do you have anything that you're you're doing to try to maintain that? Like, do you have a stone or something you could carry that would be grounding? Well, Jen, ugh, girls' pants don't have pockets that are deep <laughs> enough to, in your bra. to carry anything. <laughs> well, I That's do, what you and said. I do, I and then I and then I worry about lo- and then I worry about losing them. But you wear um, oh, you wear this beautiful I've jewelry all the time. Got on my citrine today, but that's that's not a grounding. That's stone, not really no. grounding. <laughs> that helps keep me more up in this yeah. space. Right. But um, so, what are you avoiding? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> you know what I think. You know what I think it is. I've been doing such heavy shit over the last couple of Physically, months that I'm probably, like, yeah. that I'm just like, let's fly it's, high for a while. It's okay to take the, a break. The, well, and <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this just hit me. Is is you're doing a lot of very physical stuff. Yeah. So with your body issues, yeah, you may be ungrounded so oh, that you can, can do accomplish it. this stuff. Right. That's true because this morning the first thing I did when I got out of bed was go, oh, I can't bend over. So I yeah. plowed some Advil into me yeah. and then check out. And then I waited like an hour and a half and I plowed some Tylenol into me. Now, I don't know if you, please, if anybody's listening, don't do as I do, you know, because I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to mix the two, but I was like, okay, one will take care of the inflammation, one will help with the we pain. We are not doctors. <laughs> right. So, not yeah, do not ever follow advice. what I'm doing. Yeah. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yeah. Please do not take the views of this podcast listen, as professional advice. Yeah, yeah, and when you listen to Lori and how she takes her aspirins and whatnot, <laughs> right? just disregard it. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's okay. I've been but doing the same thing. I get up in the morning. I take my yeah. my, my vitamins. I'm like, oh god, oh god. I need I need some Advil. Uh, I've been know? so sore. <laughs> yeah, I've been so so I think, sore. I, I think as it's been much better weather. Yeah. I, yeah. For me, I've been doing a lot more. Right. Yeah, that's a it. lot more. Yeah. <laughs> more more physicality. Feeling it. Yeah. 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 So that's probably a good piece of it. And I'm just like. So excited on top of it. Oh, yeah. So excited about right. this shop. Well, the excitement is probably what gives you the energy to do the yes. moving, and then the moving is like... Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and then the next thing I'm flying high, and then I land just long enough to run over my boyfriend, and I take off right. and fight again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I think one of the coolest things about your guys' relationship is that, though. I mean, yeah. you guys are really good at giving each other space now that you've worked on that. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Which I think is I think is a really 
it's a really cool thing about your relationship. Yeah, we're definitely evolving, and it's very nice. I think he has faith in me, and I have faith in him. Well, this <laughs> so, is the right, right. You know, so. You need that. Yeah, you need that. absolutely. Yeah, I think back to how enmeshed we we were 24-7 back, back oh, yeah. when we first started out and how truly sick we were 24-7 and look at the progress we've made and Absolutely. the respect that we have for each other and give each other and it's, yeah. it's really nice. We've come a long way, baby. Even when you, <laughs> you steamroll each other. Even awesome. when we steamroll each awesome. other. Yes. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling T H R O U 2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is Stumbling Through Enlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.